This episode will contain spoilers, may contain questionable language, and will be known as the Lone Wolf episode. episode 66 of Movie Drone. I'm Steve and regretfully after last week what started out as a bit of a joke uh, with Mark uh, having to go up and clean a two football sized, three football sized I think actually, I can't remember what he said, wasp nest and uh, I haven't seen him since I'm afraid. So this is episode 66 and this will be the lone wolf episode. So how have I been? Uh... <laughs> think it's gone long enough now. yeah yeah yeah, yeah we yeah. dragged it out long yeah, yeah. i'm here everyone yeah. i'm alive you're not dead no there's loads of people going oh fuck oh. He's, he is he is there i wonder if we get a flurry of tweets before they're oh no i can't believe he's dead <laughs> um before they've carried on listening found most out people, here i think they turn off before they oh. anyway most people oh yeah. shit i forgot it was that one yeah for those idiots well, all right mate yeah you made it then? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've got a good story about it. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Everyone dying to hear how it went. <laughs> I was quite enjoying doing that on my own. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, thought I'd, uh, thought I had a bit more pizzazz than normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really full of energy. It was banging, mate. You, you just really? got an insight there as to what your eulogy would be like. <laughs> Short. Yeah, and, and in that sort of monotone. Yeah. You know what I mean? No joy there. <laughs> You're all right then? Yeah. You're right then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Okay. Yeah. What happened then? Right, so basically went round there. Right, it was pissing hard. Wasn't I mean, it? for anyone who hasn't <coughs> listened, you need to listen to the episode before. Yeah, where you were clearing three football-sized football wasp nests. Yeah, yeah. From your life. Have you seen it on Instagram? It was a big. I lump. saw the. I saw it. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically, it's pissing hard. Right. Ladder outside. I thought, no, nah, fuck putting the ladder on. So got on her shoulders. She bumped me into the loft. I got the bee suit on. Got my cans arrayed. So I'm all hyped up. Mm. I'm like. Couldn't get internet. What? Yeah, all right. Closed all the loft up. Needed to use a torch. Little poo hole was going now, right? I was thinking, oh, man. So I creep over to it. Creep over to it. And I'm there on my hands and knees. Forgot how far in it was into the roof. Right. Could feel the beads of sweat on my forehead. Right. I'm thinking, oh, this is all going to kick off now. I've got all my bags ready to put it into. Breathe, breathe. A couple of false starts. I'm right. grabbing it. Like Grabbed hold of it. Buckle in it. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Um, well, I say fuck all in it. Loads of larvae. Right. All okay. the adults gone, dead, oh, they? vanished. All oh, right. So I ended up with just big lumps of wasp nest in right. the bag, and then I was trying to get all the larvae right. that kept falling through the ceiling. All right. Um, Did they? Do you think they see you coming? Like most people done. do, they crossed over the other side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> must have done, mate. But yeah, I probably got a good three, four hundred of their little grub larvae all things. Right. Pets? Kept them? No, I put them in oh. the wheelie bin. All oh, right. Okay. I know you would have saved them all. Yeah, I put them yeah, under a bush yeah. somewhere. I've got a story. I've got a story later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't wait Wildlife story. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, part of me was relieved. Part of me was a bit gutted. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's probably split the listeners down the middle. Half of them are relieved that you're actually alive yeah. and half of them are relieved that you're... Do you this as much as half? Or, or gutted that <laughs> you're not. I'll <laughs> take it if it's as much as a half. I'll Guess what side that. I'm on, anyway. <laughs> 
So yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. So you, well, you lived. Been? You lived. Yeah. How's your lived. week been? Well, I didn't know if you'd lived. You've done fuck all this week and on Twitter. I've done so, fuck all. This so week. I'm just saying, I, I didn't know whether you'd made it or not. Oh. You know what I mean? Uh, so oh. it's just. just now I found out. Say all of them other things don't retweet themselves, Steve. <laughs> Turned up and there you was. Yeah. Washed and everything. I am here. Okay. <coughs> Bit up to anything else? Uh, nothing of note. No? Nothing? No. Uh, I had my mum's 60th birthday. Oh, yeah, nice. Happy nice birthday, meal. Sue. <coughs> Lovely. Nice. Loved her fish. Oh, right. Did she? Yeah. Got her a fish in. Uh, I think she called them fruit salad and blackjack. Okay. Brilliant fish names. <laughs> She's quite happy. She's over the moon with it. Bless her. Fish have gone in. She's good. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I'm pleased. You're doing all right with these fish tank things, aren't you? Yeah, right? That's what you're getting for your birthday, mate. <laughs> Jill's in a couple of weeks, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fire a fish tank. You fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, yeah, so what have you been up to? Oh, mate. I've I had second best day at work ever this week. Right. So the first one was... When, when the, dog the dog got loose. Games, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Found a vole in a tray. Just in a tray, just it, sitting there. The girls were packing it. You know, yeah. you get those, you know, they get the cartoons. Yeah. When, like, the mouse comes and they yeah. jump up on the table. Yeah. Girls are, like, packing yeah. some some herbs. Yeah. Fucking picked up the last bunch. Little vole in the tray. Oh, they went bananas. Oh, really? It was good, yeah. So I got to take him out and oh. let him go. Did he bound off? Yeah, yeah, he went, yeah, after a little good. bit of encouragement. Yeah, that was good. Nice um, to know you know the difference between a mouse and a vole, though. That's yeah, of good. course, of course I do. Of course you do. That's good. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll, stick the, I'll stick the picture up on yeah. Instagram so everyone can oh, see. That's nice. little vole in there. I yeah, like let, let me know whether it was a vole or whether I was misinformed. Short but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was quite good. I mean, not good for the company. We've got to call pest control in every two days now to, to check. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah, so it costs don't, quite a bit of money. Um, don't you work on a farm? Yes. What, is, what they just expect it to be void of any well, We've got pest life? control measures, but it was found in somewhere where it shouldn't have been. So it, you have to get pest control in. Who decides it shouldn't be there? Well, <laughs> uh, the supermarkets, probably. Oh, okay. Health and safety. Oh, it, you seems, know. it seems a bit harsh. Yeah. It's a farm. No, well, like I say, he got away, so that's good. I came home the other day to, uh, I mean, it's all wildlife. It's all all wildlife stuff I've got oh, this week. Oh, good. Came home the other day, there's a pile of conkers in a tub on the floor of my house. Okay. Is Jill believing old wives' tales that they scare <laughs> off no, spiders? No, uh, my mother-in-law, Chris, does. Right, and she believes that conkers scare <laughs> off spiders. I don't know, maybe she's collecting conkers. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to chuck them away. Like the Blair Witch or something. Like, <laughs> thinking, Jesus. I was going to chuck them away, but I thought if that's her conquer connection, that she's like doused in vinegar and she's drying them out. Yeah, we're going to cheese have... cutters in there. <laughs> oh, no, there wasn't actually. Oh. Do they have horse chestnuts in America and 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 on the continent where we're listening to? Why they wouldn't? Don't know. I didn't, didn't no, know if they know what conquers were and what what you do with them. So didn't be know interesting if to find out. Have the American or any other country ever played conquers? <laughs> do they know what we're saying? <laughs> or does this make? No sense. But yeah, so uh, I had a pile of conkers uh, in, a, in a tray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So either she's going looking to be conker champion yeah. of our of our hometown. <laughs> are or there any <laughs> shoelaces left in your shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, actually, no, yours are all Velcro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah and I, I was in a shit mood, wasn't I? So Jill bought me a bird feeder. Oh, that's like a good. Bird so you've had loads of birds in. No, not one. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've had a couple, I think, since. Like, but like nice rare ones, nice, like... No, no, 
I sat watching it for like two hours to cheer yeah. myself up yeah. after I bought it and no birds came. No. And I was very, very upset. Right. And since then you've had like, what, gold crests? I, I really haven't seen any. <laughs> Jill's mum and dad said that they come every day, but uh, oh. but no, it's a bit dark when I get home, so I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> All wildlife re- related. Oh, that's so yeah. good. That's yeah. nice. Varying degrees of Success, nicety. Yeah. Success yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Cool. That's me. Oh, that was a nice week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, lovely. Fingers crossed for such an animal-involved week next week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, have you got any thanks, mate, this week? Got a decent list, mate. Have you? Yeah. I'm good. So, thanks to Official Rory, to Joseph, Michael Hot Toast Bueller, VHS Strikes Back, A Prime TV, Movie Geek and Proud, Jen Didis, Comics in Motion, 143, Movie Mayhem Pod, Mr. P, WTM, Emma at the Movies, Girls on Film, St. Paul Filmcast, Collateral Cinema, Bring on the Weird, Chris Phelps, Politics with Dummies, Ticket Ripper Pod, and to our great friends Tim and Lisa, who celebrated their anniversary this Happy week. Happy anniversary, yeah. Tim and Lisa, yeah. Well done, Lisa. I, I didn't know if that was going to last 15 years that was a good one when I got married I done well there I think think Lisa's done well (laughs) (laughs) Well, well at least she could do better Tim (laughs) (laughs) well done Tim and Lisa well well done so that's retweet thanks and I've got some uh, special thanks this week this is for the the mentions the tags Friday follows etc a couple of special ones here Comics in Motion and Cinema Recall both played the promo yeah thank you very much for that uh, we've got special thanks for Ryan, the legend. Yeah, legend is. is. Thank you, Ryan L. Terry. Write stuff reviews for your reference podcast, Andrea Rika, Two Views Movies, IMDb Journey, Podcast HQ, One Movie Punch, English Rose PR, Mike Mike and Oscar, Flick Face and Alan from the Twin Picks. Yeah. Uh, they had a little discussion about, I think Alan had watched that running with the devil. The okay. Nicholas Cage and Lance Fish really liked it. Yeah. I think he was told that uh, I didn't particularly like it. He was a bit disappointed. So okay. sorry about that, Alan. And what should we watch? And the last one, uh, I'm going to give special thanks this week to Jill. Oh, She's feeling really her. shit herself. She's working really hard at the moment. Oh. And all she did last weekend was try and cheer me up with my, my bird feeder and that. Oh. Didn't go to plan, but art's in the right place. Yeah, bless her. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's all the special thanks. We love oh. you all. All right? Yeah. Okay. Promo? Yeah, absolutely. On a podcast. <clears throat> Sorry. On a podcast. Anyway, I'm going to start closing up the One Movie Punch secret volcano layer and we'll meet you back at home. With a secret volcano layer. Wait, wait, uh, volcano layer, really? Uh, uh, with a secret volcano layer. One podcast host just can't seem to get a break. This October... Oh, what happened? Joseph is forced to survive by any means possible. Who keeps a parking lot full of wood chippers? In a serial audio drama of adventures. Blood. Blood everywhere. Fountains and fountains of blood. That can only be called Reign of Terror 2019. <laughs> Join us in October 2019 for 31 straight days of horror movie reviews and interviews featuring Joseph, the One Movie Crunch crew, 17 podcast guest reviewers, special guests, and me, your narrator, Shane Hyde. Don't miss Reign of Terror. 2019. <laughs>
Does this mean I miss Joker? No. There we go, and, and that's Reign of Terror again. We're running Reign of Terror. Yeah. It feels like oh, we're halfway through now. Yeah. Feels like it's been going for a long time. It is. Yeah. 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 Ryan's just been on, so uh, yeah. Ryan's was a good one. You're starting to work out quite how much work's gone into it, yeah. and whether <laughs> Joseph got halfway through and thought. We would have what done. Have I done? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah, so well done, Joseph. Uh, so again, so much effort needs to be applauded. Please, everybody, listen to the Reign of Terror from One Movie Punch. It's what fifteen minutes of your day. Yeah, well worth a listen to. Absolutely. Unless you start at the beginning, obviously. Now you've probably got about thirty-five minutes to catch up, but yeah. it's well worth it. Yes, absolutely. All right. Okay. Uh, so. On to Mr. Positivity's second try in mm. making a good uh, a good section out of this. So yep. he did put in three, I think. I've mm. actually had another one, another request. Oh, good. Yeah, so uh, from someone else. Trip. So I'm not sure if you've seen it because mm. you've been playing dead for the last week. So, um, yeah, so I'm not sure you've seen that. That okay. might be a bit of a surprise unless you good. can find it in the uh, realms of the Twitter. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm surprised that we're... All right, so uh, this is Mark's movie impression for episode 66, mm. and this is another one for Mr. Positivity Wolfie T to yeah. make up for last week's. Yeah. Um, and this is... Another random American man. <laughs> that you're going to try and no, do gonna, probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this is when Rasputia met Norman Bates with a special request that they be talking about sandwiches. So random. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Hey, want a sandwich? Ham? Tuna? Ham? Tuna? What you trying to do to me? I want a grilled cheese sandwich with extra cheese. How about tuna on wholemeal bread with light mayo? What you talking about, fool? Give me a fried cheese sandwich, extra cheese, fried in bacon fat and a big old daub of ketchup. How many slices? Two? Two? Two, boy? I'm wasting away here. Give me eight slices, all fried and yummy, yummy, yummy in my tummy. That sounds like a lot of cheese. Maybe a woman of your size could maybe, um, have a smaller amount? Boy, give me my goddamn fried cheese sandwich now, before I eat your goddamn head. Yeah, they uh, do. Well, you know, you know the sandwiches is obviously because uh, they, they watch Psycho two right. and, and WTM and Mr yeah. P. So Eric uh, done an episode on Psycho two, and there was a lot of talk in the film. I haven't seen it personally. I, I was actually going to watch it. No, they reckon yeah. it's really good. I've okay. heard it is good. Yeah. So uh, and there's a lot of sandwiches and milk oh, and really? that in there. Yeah, it oh, turned oh, into okay. like random chats about sandwiches. Right. Uh, yeah. So. To get his voice, which I clearly didn't do, no, I did watch no. a quick video with him cutting some lettuce. So right. it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where the sandwich thing <laughs> come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good episode yeah, uh, about Psycho two. It's made me want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, if if not for anything but the sandwiches. Okay. And so. I'm, I could hear what his voice sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So thank you very much, uh, Mr. Positivity, uh, yeah. for sending that in. Cheers, mate. Yeah, anyone else wants to send any in? I mean, look what you get. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've got. We've actually got a backlog now. Oh, good. It's good. We've got oh, a two-week right. backlog now. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you go. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. That was good. Thanks. Right. Do you want to move on then? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So this is the movie drone wall of shame. There we go. So you uh, you did the challenge last I week. Did. You did. Yeah. 
And who did you challenge? I challenged Portwork. Yeah. The Banter King, the Bantasaurus, <laughs> King <Okay>. of Bants. <laughs> um, find out if he came in. It sounds like an episode of The Inbetweeners at your place. Yeah. Is that what it's like? I'm not sure what one he would be. Right. Not one you'd be. <laughs> anyway. Let's not, let's not go there. Right, okay. okay. So, uh, okay. Yeah. So we'll have a look, see if he gets off in a minute. You'll yeah. be able to let us know. Cool. Right, so uh, who's turn? it's my turn. Your turn. My turn to challenge. Yeah. Okay, all right. So I've been thinking about this, yeah. and there's someone I've got in mind. Okay. I want to challenge uh, Alan. Right. Uh, so Albert from the Twin Picks from podcast. From Twin Picks podcast, all right, okay. Any, um, any reason, Matt? Oh, dear. Yeah, no. exactly that. Any Exactly that. Honestly, put it down before I freak out. I've been listening to the Twin Picks podcast with Flickface yep. and, and Alan, or yep. Albert, uh, as they call him. And food just appears. Right. So they'll be talking, and all of a sudden, <laughs> like, like that, <laughs> a packet of crisps have come out, or like a pizza or something. Right. And I feel a little bit bad, because on their latest episode I've just listened to today, uh, they both started eating, they were eating sweets. And I know we've had eating on the podcast. Yeah. It's t- I tend to... I mean, Tell you me can, off. Yeah, you I mean, you can explain. You the glare at me, basically. <laughs> if I go to have a drink... You're not allowed what in your I'm drink? Not alla- I'm not allowed ice in my drink. <laughs> I've got bollocking tonight by having a bottle with a lid on it. <laughs> I'm not allowed to touch unless we have a break. No. Um, basically, all the sweets, I weren't allowed to touch them. <laughs> Even when we have sponsorship, I'm allowed just to taste it. Yes. That's a little yeah. bit of a take. Um, I think I even got told off a rustling a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, that's one latest, latest yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like I say, <laughs> after all the time that I tell you off, yeah. and and yeah, uh, Alan just uh, he loves having eat, and that, um, that's why he's challenged. Uh-huh. He's challenged, honestly. <laughs> it, it, it makes the air stand on the end. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so. great. Yeah. Well, so there you go, Alan. It's your own fault, Albert. Alan. Albert. You are fault. challenged. It is yeah. your own fault. Yeah. You're challenged, please, mate. We need a question to stay off the wall of shame. Thank you very cool. much. Right, okay. So swiftly moving on. Yeah. This is the next section that we like to call Question, question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Chris are really nice. I want to keep <laughs> hating them now. <laughs> yeah, duck and hoist in. No chance, oh, mate. Man. No chance. Right, okay. So you challenged Paul. I did. Did he come through? Of course he did. Okay. Right. Came through in what I would class a spectacular style. Right, okay. He basically not only sent a question in, <laughs> he created his own email address to send the question in, <laughs> which I would encourage everyone to spam now um, and it's terry and june md at gmail.com so send him anything you like the worst thing you can send him better right just keep spamming the shit out of it um, so it's terry and june md at gmail.com okay let's right. pay him back for that um, but he came through and said dear terry and june with halloween season shortly upon us the trick-or-treaters will be out in the streets knocking on doors with this in mind, you have decided to throw a Halloween party and can each invite five guests to open the door to give out your treats. Please select five movie characters and the reason for the invitation. Also, the treats you would like to give out to scare the kids away. Love from the King of Bants. P.S. You really are a mark. <laughs> what, you? Yeah. All right, okay, good, good. Um, and as a, as a late entry tonight, right. 
he has actually sent in his own answers. Oh, right, okay. They didn't come in until half past seven. Right, okay. Um, but he has got, I mean, he's not really done his question properly, but okay. To number one, he's got Pennywise. Right. And he's going to give out red balloons. Okay. I mean, I actually haven't got a thing for every person to oh, give okay. out, if I'm honest. Didn't do right. it properly. No. Um, two and three, he's got Harley Quinn and the Joker as a plus one, as a designated driver when the bitch has had too much to drink. <laughs> and giving out baseball bats and funfair mallets for everyone. Right. Chucky is going to give out little chocolate fondue forks. Right. I've gone really dark on this. These okay. are quite nice, yeah. Uh, five, Mary Poppins, as someone cleaning up this mess, treats got to be a spoonful of sugar that Harley Quinn threw up on two hours ago. Right. <laughs> okay, right. Well, he's got. I mean, he's, he's entered. Little look into the psych. Yeah, yeah I've, I've told you he's a nutbag, yeah. didn't I? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got gifts for everyone oh, to give I've up. I've got gifts for everyone. I, I, yeah, I've personally read the question that what gifts would you, what sweets would you give? Okay. Uh, I think that's. Yeah, I've, got, I've gone quite dark. Okay. I'm starting to realise right. how dark I've gone. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Then? Please. All right. Okay. So I've got five guests. I've got a couple of things. I, I've, I'm. A, basically one thing that i'd probably like to to do to give to the kids to get them to not come back and run away not from everyone but i've got this is basically my party guests i have got first one baby firefly okay you know i like a psycho woman so i thought that would probably be uh, probably the the most extreme one that i could have uh art the clown yeah i hate conversation and small talk as you know fits the bill perfectly perfect i've got hannibal lecter to bring the wine. Okay. <laughs> no hors d'oeuvre. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I've got John Kramer to bring the party games. Okay. <laughs> so Jigsaw. Yeah. And Greasy Strangler to bring the disco. Oh, All <laughs> right. Right. You've already thought about this. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I, the one thing that I could, I, I couldn't think of anything. I thought that the questions basically said, what treats would you give out to scare the kids away? Yeah. So, you know, you can get those little chocolate moulds done of your bum hole. Yeah. I think I'll get them done. Right. Oh, I've gone really quite bad. Have you? Yeah. Okay. A couple. Right. Okay. Right. That's mine. No, I like it. Right. Right. So, first one, Sebastian Kane. He's the Invisible Man. Kevin Bacon from Hollow Man. Okay. Basically, do you know them little tiny kids that knock the door? Yeah. He's going to creep down, open the door, and nick their sweets that they've already got. That'll fuck them up. That'll piss them off, won't it? Then I've got. Crunch bowl. She's going to go down and force feed them cake so them little fuckers don't knock on anyone else's. She's going to keep feeding them so they look like Bruce Bogtrotter. <laughs> right? I've got Edgar from Men in Black who, when he puts his hand out, all the cockroaches come down right. and go in their bags. Okay. Oh, I've gotten really quite bad now. Um, the Wicked Queen from Snow White. She's right. going to be handing out apples. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> My favourite one, yeah. 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 Um, and then I've got Floyd Banner from Lawless. Right. Who's going to dish out bullets from his Tommy gun. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love trick-or-treating. Yeah, we love trick-or-treating. Oh, no. We love knocking on the door. So I thought, when the team, do you know the, it's later in the night when the teenagers start knocking, they go, trick-or-treat, and they've got like their tracksuit on. Yeah. Ain't dressed up or anything. Yeah. Floyd Banner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh dear. Thank you very much, yeah. Paul. Cheers, Paul. Sorry about that. Yeah, I had a bit of fun with it. Well, I think after time on the long questions, I think I don't read them properly. <laughs> lose I'm interest. No, I didn't lose interest. I, I might have read it right. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, we both answered it. Yeah. No, I've, I've killed a few, but okay. Right. <laughs> 
So there you go. Thank you very yeah. much, Paul, for doing Cheers, that. Mate. All that effort for that answer. Yeah. Sorry well, about that. Well, it was minimal effort. <laughs> okay. I think the most effort went into the email, email address. address. <laughs> right, after all that then, mate, yeah. how can people contact us with questions, impression ideas, definitely, yeah. uh, and all that jazz? They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Cool. Right, okay. So uh, moving on to uh, the main reason for this podcast, yeah. main review time. So we saw a film. We did, mate. We did. What did we see? We went to see a 2019 film that is currently 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, 1 hour, 27 minutes, and is billed as comedy crime. Uh, with a synopsis of an impoverished preacher who brings hope to the Miami project, is offered cash to save his family from eviction. He has no idea his sponsor works for the FBI, who plans to turn him into a criminal by fueling his madcap revolutionary dreams. I've got no budget on it, and so far I've got his gross $27,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's directed and written by Chris Morris, starring Marshante Davis, Anna Kendrick, Daniela Brooks, Kavian Novak, Dennis O'Hare, and Jim Gaffigan. 2019's The Day Shall Come. I've got a clip. Good. Prepare ye, for the day that approaches is the day of the great revolution. What? Come on, tell me this ain't good. Oh, God. Welcome back. Parking lot hatch up. Lots to fill you in on. Pitch me the next 9-11. What about this guy, Moses Shabazz? Classic lone wolf. There's four of them, actually. Back of lone wolves. How'd that happen? The Almighty commands us to bring our knowledge to the street. May you live to see the accidental dominance of the white race overthrown. Cool. Could you walk him across the line? Of course. We give him a fake bomb and the guy tries to use it. We have the next Bin Laden. My mission is to change the lives of poor people without the gun weapon. Let's offer some fun. Some automatic weapons? Perhaps your army needs weapons? No. We don't believe in guns. And if necessary, we'll call on the dinosaurs. We believe that at the sound of a trumpet, they will come to our aid. There we are. There you go. Cool. Right, okay. So, I mean, it's probably... I mean, I, I said about going to see this mm -hmm. because I'm a great fan of Four Lions. I don't okay. know what you think of Four Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a great fan of it. I really do like it. Uh, so, I thought Chris Morris, obviously, uh -huh. in another film. Um, so, it's was pretty much my choice to do it. Yep, but I'm intrigued to find right. out. What did you think of The Day Shall Come? It was shit, mate. Really? Yep. Okay. I thought it was shit. Did you? Yep. <laughs> what total shit? Uh, well, no redeeming features I've, whatsoever. I've not gone... I mean, we go on scores later. I've not gone, like, basement bin. There were parts in it that made it a movie. Okay. But I thought, other than that, it was shit. I mean, Chris Morris describes it. This is what Chris yeah. Morris describes it as. The story of a fringe preacher trapped in a false reality that has been scripted by the FBI, a character in a play who doesn't realise that his whole world is a stage. Yeah. That's what he says yeah. about it. I get it. Yeah. I understood it. Okay. I just thought it was executed badly. Okay. I thought it was shit. Okay. Unless, okay. unless, of course, which is highly possible, I've missed the point. Um, I mean, it's it's difficult for me. I mean, when it comes up, it's based on a hundred true stories. Yeah. Uh, so, or words to that effect. Yeah. I think it came up at the start. It's a difficult one because I think I do definitely put it up against Four Lions. 
Right. And I think I did actually struggle with it as well, and there was a yeah. couple of reasons. One was definitely the fact that it was set in America, yeah. and it had the dynamic of it had the sa- that same dynamic of the half the time I didn't know who the police, who were the police, yeah. who were the FBI. Yeah. Who were FBI informers? Yeah. Who were undercover yeah. FBI? Um, and who knew the terrorists? And I got just lost in that whole sort of conjoined part yeah. of it, where it was. It, I'm sure it was probably supposed to be obvious yeah. who was who, but I, I don't really know. I think the American setting has done it for me this time. I yeah. think I lost the police dynamic. Yeah, it's just lost that. It's lost the charm and the soul, I think, of, of... I mean, even though, obviously, Four Lines was about terrorism, yeah. it was a very basic British ideal, yeah, if yeah. you know what I mean, with yeah. just that they were just with their families, etc. They had none of this. It was just them and the police or whatever, and and, and it just didn't have all this complexity that, that mm. I didn't really like. No, I just thought, for me, I thought the whole film was flat. Right. I just thought... I mean, there was a couple of big names in this. Anna Kendrick turned up. Yeah. I love her. I think she's great. Okay. And I thought she just dialed it in. I just thought she looked disinterested being there. I did actually think that her sort of, uh, it was like that that sort of delivery, the delivery she had. I don't know if it was like a dry sort of humour. I didn't think it matched in with no. the film. I could, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got her as probably one of my, the weakest parts yeah, in I just it. Heard, but I'm, I would have thought some someone like her would be the life force in something like this. Yeah. And it was like she had no belief in it either. It was just... It was just so flat. I just didn't find it that entertaining. Well, I mean, it was, I suppose you look at it, it was colourful. I thought it looked all right. I thought it looked cheap. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, like I say, I mean, we'd obviously we, we can differ in, in yeah, that. Um, I mean, it was inspired by the real life Liberty City 7 case, apparently. So mm. I know it was inspired by a lot, but apparently yeah. there are cases um, like this paranoid post 9-11 uh, where informants encourage a person of interest to break their cover and then the FBI arrest them. Apparently it's happened a lot of times. Mm. So the story itself is, I mean, it's just being told in a different way, yeah. isn't it? A it's comedic not, it wasn't way. clever, was it? No, not particularly. Do you particular. think it was that comedic though? I thought some bits were. I like the piss and beans scene. I thought mm. that was quite funny. I thought that sort of premise. What done it for me, I think, mainly was I thought it was confusing I didn't quite understand a bit about him being disturbed so I know he's on meds etc mm-hmm. I don't know if we needed that bit because he was confused obviously we had him talking to a horse and all that and he and he thought that he could talk to God mm-hmm. um, I think it did detract away from the star of six the idea of that army of four if you know what I mean and sort of bringing all these weird sort of mental disorders into it and I just found it very confusing and he looked bamboozled all the way through the film. Yeah. I don't know, I suppose his character was supposed to be because he was getting stitched up. But, I mean, funny scenes when he turned up on, at the FBI on his horse. Oh. I thought that was quite funny I when he went there and they weren't I, expecting I him. I didn't even snigger through no. the whole of it. I, I don't know if the humour missed me. Right. Or he just tried so hard to be funny. It was like, it was almost like cross-genre. I right. almost would have preferred this film if they'd have played it straight. Yeah, I mean, but Four Lions, I suppose, was quite a a, a deep storyline. Yeah, but uh, about suicide bombers yeah, and all yeah, that, but yeah. done in a comedic way. Yeah, uh, but that's I mean, that's a completely different film to this one. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying that you, you could have almost left out the. I just thought Lee, if he'd left out the bit about him being on meds yeah, and yeah. and like yeah, I say, I'm talking to horses, genres, it's almost yeah. gone drama. Yeah. It's, they've almost tried to take a serious route with that edge, but then put in this random 
not funny unless they needed a better cast and better actors to bring that script to life because like I say I just thought they all looked a bit bored and just I thought they was all dialogue I thought there was some there's a girl in there from Orange is the New Black right never seen it (laughs) I mean I thought that the actual bits with the FBI were way too slapstick yeah 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 but that's what that was that was really and and like I say Anna Kendrick had that sort of like dry sense of humour within that but I thought the FBI the main but person was way it, over the top. For me, it didn't have any continuity, continuity right. even, of that humour going through. Yeah. It sort of flitted in and out, and then it was confusing me when it was in there. Because stuff like, I mean, if, I know it's not the same film, but stuff like, is it Super Troopers and stuff like that? Yeah. done in that. That's the film setting. Yeah. This was like, oh, we'll do a quick two-minute skit, and then we'll go back into something... Yeah. And then we go a little two minute skit, and there was just no continuity going through. I mean, I truly believe that we've probably missed something. Absolutely. It I didn't... mean, the fact it's 5.7 on IMDb says perhaps we haven't missed no, that. No, but I mean, like I say, I mean, I didn't hate it. Right. I sort of enjoyed it. Yeah. But I didn't, I'm not saying I didn't understand it. I didn't quite understand why all the different elements were in there, like I say, like his mental health, etc. And I got confused with who was who and why we had it to have mess, so many. Wasn't it? it was a bit all over the place, yeah. yeah. And and it, it it didn't deliver many laughs. I've got to be honest. Uh, but I sort of felt quite interested in the character. Yeah. So I know that it was obviously they say that it was based on, but I felt like there was a lot to like about the character and a lot that I should be enjoying watching him and his his wife, etc. I thought that they did a relatively good job acting wise. I I was never really disinterested when he was on the screen and his family, but it was more when the police and that were on the screen. I was quite, it it didn't pique my interest there. But I just felt like I was missing something. It was sort of like every scene I probably needed to rewind. Yeah. So every scene I thought, have I missed something there? I mean, and I know I, there was only a few of us, but I think when everyone got up at the end and walked out, I think everyone had that same sort of... <laughs> bewildered look <laughs> bewildered on Bewildered look, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone was probably expecting a, a Four Lions, I would have thought. I, I'm disappointed yeah. that it's done in America. Yeah. But I can understand why, because this has obviously been going on a lot. Yeah. Post nine yeah, eleven, yeah. uh, according to when you read up about it, there yeah. are actual cases of this. Oh, like I, say, I, I get the story. Yeah. I understand the story. I understand the dynamics of it. I just don't. I just thought it was a mediocre attempt at anything along these lines. I thought. Right. The, I thought the whole cast was mediocre. I thought the script was mediocre. The acting was mediocre. The delivery was mediocre. Right. It, <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of, I suppose, it what seemed like a lot of set pieces. Yeah. So you'd go on from when they when they met the neo-Nazis and then the next time they went to meet them, it was like all the SWAT team would come in and it was just really weirdly comedic or trying to be comedic mm. in... Because it didn't end very comedy-wise, no. did it? The ending was... That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It was sort of like you say, you had the slapstick bit, then it would go serious, then you'd have... I mean, they was doing the end bit and she was trying to read him or trying to arrest him and she's going, I'm arresting you for wearing something. And I think he was trying to be funny and I was just like, this is not... No. We had that really tender moment at the end where she just sort of looked at him and said, don't press the... Yeah. Don't press That's, the thing. Yeah, but it's all gone from that slapstick into yeah. this quite serious, dramatic thing where 
she's almost getting emotional. And yeah. I mean, that was her best 20 seconds of acting through the film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ending itself is, is quite harsh. And I imagine that this is obviously also based on some true stories and how you could possibly think about these things happening mm. i suppose that it's good in that way because it makes it actually makes me want to have a look into the liberty city seven case yeah. just to have a look to see what's there but i felt like yeah i just i just felt like it was all over the place yeah. like you said it's like i mean like four lines you think they tackled a taboo subject head on and it was controversial but it was a good watch yeah this they sort of tackled this uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah it is certainly one of those I, I i don't really know much else to say i'd like i say i didn't hate it mm-hmm. i had a fairly fairly decent mm-hmm. go at understanding it i want to rewatch it to see if i've missed anything okay. but i don't want to rewatch yeah, it i'd never like to see this again really no. okay that bad yeah okay <laughs> so that's bad then yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna tie it up then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've gleaned twenty one right. out of it. Twenty one. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm I'm not as high as IMDb. I'm forty six. Yeah. On this one, and and I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I think it suffers to the comparison against Four Lions. I think it suffers because most of the people I would presume that liked Four Lions were not American. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it travelled over there particularly. No. I, I don't really know, and I think that people are expecting the same sort of thing and the same sort of setting mm. if you haven't seen the trailer obviously we saw the trailer so we knew that it was set in america mm. but i really didn't expect the confusing bits in not there and, and all the genre swapping etc not for me that one no okay all right well there you go then yeah. sorry chris morris sorry Flickface as well he wanted well, to well i don't think so actually chris morris should be apologizing to me <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we've probably missed okay. the, the whole point of the film yeah but there you go yeah. have you watched anything else mate i have mate bear right. with me while i rustle my bit of paper and get my list of two okay flicked on telly the other day jurassic park lost world was on so i sat and watched that okay. i can't be bothered to <laughs> right. move um, and then i actually had a night where i could watch horror film right i thought DVDs. Nah. So I flipped through Amazon Prime. Don't know if you remember it. A few years ago, a film called The Right with Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah. I remember really liking it. Right. Turns out it's a bit shit. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I remember really liking it. I've got the DVD. Right. I remember sitting watching it, thinking actually that's quite a good one. That. Right. I like that sort of demonic possession thing. Okay. Yeah, a bit shit. Is it? Yeah. Not aged well. That. Oh right. Not aged well at all. Okay. Oh, is that it? Yes, it. Is that what you watched? Yes, okay. okay. I've saw. Uh, I watched Enemy of the State okay. again. Yeah. Bit of Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, I've heard Gemini Man is not going down too well, but Enemy of the State was quite a good one. Yeah. Quite like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched After Earth, which okay. another Will Smith one. Yeah. That's not very good. No. No, not really. I think a lot of people. I mean, people do say that it's sort. Of, it's one of those where some people do like it, but I think it's the acting of his son that's in it, Jaden Smith, okay. that doesn't go down too well um, in it. Uh, I think the premise is okay, but no, I don't. I don't think it's very good. I watched a film called Prospect. It's like a lower budget horror film, okay. sort of sci-fi film, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't very good. I watched another horror film called The Furies. Okay. Not too bad. That's about some women that get um, basically kidnapped and then hunted. By some masked assailants. Okay. But the twist to it is that each of the women have a masked assailant that's their protector. 
that they don't realise till later. So the actual master assailants are fighting as well. So uh, oh, that weren't too bad. Yeah, right, had yeah. some good costume in and that, and yeah. there's some good masks. Ruined a like twist that. for me, but that's fine. Well, it's not really a twist, okay. but uh, it's probably in the thing. But I mean, I wouldn't say watch it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was all good, right. It sounds a good premise, though. Yeah, not it was as good as rotation, but <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Uh, I watched scary stories to tell in the dark. Okay. Um, it's not really scary. Okay. It's like a slightly older person's goosebumps. Okay. Is the way that I would describe right, okay. it. Quite fun. No, no, really, no, no. Didn't really, didn't really get on with that. So I'm glad we didn't do that one. I saw the last one. I suppose I saw was a film called The Art of Self Defense. Okay. And that is, I've actually forgotten who it is, Jesse Eisenberg, I think. Okay. Um, and it's it's like a, a, a indie comedy, mm. like a dark comedy. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really okay. liked it. Me and cool. Jill watched it. It was it was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Really sort of, uh, it was dark yeah. and very dry, yeah. you know, like you'd expect from Jesse Eisenberg. Cool. So really good. Yeah. And I finished Extras. What's the Christmas special? Not right, TV, so <laughs> not. And now the office I'm watching while I'm working out and oh, stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. You might, good. Yeah, you might get that done ready for Christmas for the Christmas episode. <laughs> I might do, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right, okay. After that, then, mate, should we move on? Let's do that. Okay, this is the section that we like to call homework. Right, okay. There you go, mate. Yeah. yeah. You first. Cool. So I gave you a 1998 film that's currently 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a PG, one hour, 54 minutes, billed as an action-adventure family. With a synopsis of a legendary 15-foot-tall mountain gorilla named Joe is taken to an animal sanctuary in California by a zoologist and a young woman whom he grew up with. A poacher from the past returns to seek vengeance on him. With a budget of 90 million, grossing 51. Starring Bill Paxton and Charlize Theron, this was 1998's Mighty Joe Young. It was. I mean, I liked it more than last week's, surprisingly. But that's not saying a lot, oh, is it? Okay. Because last week's was. I forgot how bad this was. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I remember it being better than this. Right, okay. okay. So I'm not holding out. Okay, I mean, listen, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to be really horrible about it. I mean, the villain was like something out of Disney anima- or Disney animation, or like the Hook. Yeah. You know, like the pirate, Yeah. whatever he was, Captain Hook. Was yeah. It? Yeah, okay. He almost yeah. reminded me of the bloke out of Jumanji. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I liked it more than last week. Okay. However, <laughs> yeah. in this one, we get things like chimps playing hide and seek. Gorillas. Gorilla's playing hide and seek, which yeah. he is shit at, by the way. Yep. If he wanted That's to win, he would have climbed a tree. Kind of simple, thicker shit. Kind right? of the crux of the joke, there, mate. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know. But yeah. like I say, it's. Uh, I mean, they're supposed to be intelligent. Yeah. We get Charlie's Teron laying on it and singing to it. Yep. I mean, I know it's Disney. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We get. Can't defend that one. But classic yeah. lines like "You big beluka, that's not the way to ride a Ferris wheel." Said to, said to a gorilla. Yep, can't defend that one. <laughs> I mean, Charlie's Theron is not too bad. Well, I, I don't like her particularly with short hair, mm-hmm. I've got to say. She's one of my favourites, as you know. Mm-hmm. Bill Paxton doesn't really 
do a great deal. I'm quite glad that they don't embellish the love story yeah. and the romance. It's yeah. very understated in it. It's more of a romance, obviously, between them and, and I was going to say Chimp, but Joe. And I thought I knew exactly how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. And then I thought I didn't. I thought they was going to kill him off. I thought they'd done something. And then when he was laying there at the end, spoiler, I realised it was Disney. Mm-hmm. And and then they had the bit where they was all given the money, mm-hmm. right? And then the best thing, I suppose, it did, however, give me and Jill this piece of conversation, mm-hmm. right, when he was climbing the building. Yeah. Jill said, can chimps, her words, not mine, can chimps, Jill, the gorilla. <laughs> can chimps climb like that, mm-hmm. right? And I said, of course they can. They climb up trees. How do you think King Kong got up the Empire State Building? The lift? To which she said, well, he's not really a gorilla, is he? And that was probably the highlight of my night, that conversation. I had to write it down. And we was having conversations like that during it. And I suppose that's what you could say Disney films just give you, in it? These sort of situations where you talk shit like this. And I don't know. It had singing stuff and I don't seek with you. What, What more can I say? Gorillas. 42. Oh, I'll take that. It's pretty much doubled last week. Yeah, no, oh, it's more than I'll give it. Would it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I can't really. there with the missus watching this going, Steve is going <laughs> to fucking hate this. I tell you why, I think because the, there was a bloke playing that, wasn't there, in a suit. Yep. So I thought that that actually wasn't too bad, and I started looking at those bits. And I took it, every time I started to think, what the fuck is going on, why is that doing that? I realised it was Disney. Yeah. And I'm, so I went, actually, it's it's like, a, I, was this before Jurassic Park or after or whatever? Did it? Just after, I think. Was it okay? Yeah. So it's pulling stuff from that sort of idea. And I, I get it. Um, it like I say, I, I didn't, just for the fact that we had the conversation about the chimps can't try climbing trees and King Kong and that made it worth an extra <laughs> 10 points. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I'm, thing is, I find about this film and other films similar this is why I sort of have the same thing with Jurassic Park, is I can't disbelieve that this story, could, apart from the fact it's a 15-foot gorilla, right. I can't believe this wouldn't be true, because if we did find something like that, it would get hunted, and we would have to transfer it somewhere, and it would get kept in captivity, yeah. and it would be tormented. Yeah. I mean, every time, I mean, the villain was fairly nasty, but only to a point where Disney would obviously allow and and that's why i think it had that i mean for it was a PG, hindered I mean, by you had it, the mum getting shot yeah you did but you what i'm to... saying is you had it to the limit that disney would yeah. and if yeah. and if you were allowed to push that a little bit more then i think it probably the villain wouldn't was have boris been... a blade wasn't he from snatch was he yeah oh, okay i can't say i really looked at him that much no. if i'm honest yeah. um but like i say yeah i mean you, you had you had those bits there it was fairly fair bit of action and that in it well, so. i'll take 46 all day long mate. okay Right, there you go. What's it was 42, yeah. but there you go. I tried to game me an extra four. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah. That's the chimps done. Eee, We're done. The gorilla trilogy is over. Yeah. I actually corrected you, I think, when she said, can chimps climb? Oh, fucking gorilla. You know what Mark's <laughs> going to say? Yeah, so there you go. Right. Okay, I gave you a 2016 film, the last film in the end trilogy, directed by Tom Ford, based on Tony and Susan by Austin Wright, starring Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Shannon, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Isla Fisher, Army Hammer, Laura Linney, Andrea Riceberg and Michael Sheen. Running time of 116 minutes, budget of $22.5 million, box office of $32.4 million, 7.5 on IMDb, 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, 
with a synopsis of a wealthy art gallery owner is haunted by her ex-husband's novel, a violent thriller she interprets as a symbolic revenge tale. I gave you 2016's Nocturnal Animals. Oh, forgotten. What did you give the day shall come? Uh, I for, I've actually forgotten now. Uh, 46. Say, have we ever had an episode where all films and all scores come in sub 50? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Probably. This might be our first one. Really? Um, yeah, not for me, mate. Really? No. No, right? No. Um, this is, see, this is weird because this is this was one of those where everybody, when it came out, yeah. everyone was just like, Do you know what? Yeah, that is really good storytelling. Right. So. They obviously, what was the budget on this? Uh, 22.5 million. Yeah, because. I think they could have, if they sort of spent a few extra million, they could have got the real Amy Smart no. rather than a cardboard cutout version. <laughs> right. Because she was just like fucking cardboard. Right, okay. Not for me at right. all. Okay. Her, her character throughout, I thought it looked, every line looked... You mean Amy, Amy Adams? Or? Amy Adams, sorry. Right. <laughs> I've even got Amy Adams written down. It's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, if they'd have had the money, they could have got the real Amy Adams. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Well, uh, um, but I just thought it looked painful. I thought right. I didn't believe her character. I didn't like her character. Right. I thought the idea of using Jake Lindenhall as two characters, although I suppose he's not two characters. He is a one character, but one's her imagination. Yeah. Or one's in the novel as her imagination. Yeah. And then one's in her memories as imagination. I found a bit weird. Okay. And I just got a little bit lost. I'm not too ashamed to say at right. points I was thinking, oh, I haven't got a fucking clue what's going right. on here. Okay. Um, I, I just, I, I feel like I've missed something with it because it definitely would have got a good reception and I can imagine it is a good film but just not for me. Okay. Um, I got a bit pretentious written down. Right. Just felt it was a little bit. It just trot. What was the naked women about at the start? Oh, there was a lot of things in there that were were quite weird. It's that that sort of pretentious bullshit. Okay. For me, that was just like it's got no relevance to it whatsoever. It's just trying to make it all arty and farty. Okay. I mean, the end trilogy was all about art films, those sorts of. But if like, we go back to Neon Demon. Yeah. That smashed the bollocks out of it. Yeah. I've, I've got another week on and thought, I thought about that film this week and thought, actually, I'd like to see that again because okay. I really enjoyed that. It was done really arty and really well. Okay. But without that pretentious bollocks. And this one, I just thought it creeped in. It was almost, it had a weird aura to it. Like yeah. it was one of them crime films from the 70s or 80s. It had a bit of a retro feel to it. Right. And then, so we go through the whole film. So we're, Two hours, two hours, twelve minutes, something like that. Hour uh, fifty-seven. It it was two, just under two hours. Yeah, so that say hour and fifty-seven. So we're going through. She's basically left this bloke mm. and aborted his child. Yeah, <laughs> right. So he's written this novel, mm. and to get her back, dum dum dum, you don't turn up for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You've had that done to you quite a few times. It's just like the biggest anticlimax in film history. <laughs> I didn't find it an anticlimax. I thought it was quite a poignant moment, if I'm honest. Oh, I thought that after everything that had all happened, the breadsticks to herself. I just thought after all, all that had happened, he didn't find it sort of like quite brutal the story and all that. I mean, it was sort of pretty. I thought there was uncomfortable scenes. Yeah. I would like to have seen a bit more of Isla Fisher. 
Right, yeah. um, and that story, the fact that he was killed. Yeah. I did read something interesting that the guy who was having a shit outside right. was actually wiping his bum on a page of the script, right. um, which fair <laughs> dues to him. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't know. I just found it all a little bit forced. Okay. I didn't like Jake Lindenhall's uh, sort of acting and character in it. Right. It all seemed a bit overdramatic and glum. I know his missus and his daughter had been killed, but yeah. I just thought... Even the score, I don't think, helped it. Right. It just totally missed the mark with me. Right, okay. And I'm not going to say it's a shit film. It just missed it with me. Okay. I'm obviously a moron. Well, no, not a moron, I'm, no. I'm I mean, sure he's got a good IMDb score. Well, it, like I say, it was it was one of those where I don't think it came out to fanfares yeah. or like it had a lot of, a lot of sort of like massive press bits yeah. or whatever on it. And uh, I think a lot of everyone who saw it, or a lot of people who saw it, uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, so I don't know whether it's a bit marmitey, whether it's either going to resonate with you or it's not. Right, okay. Um, and I'm a not. Okay, um, all right. I've only got 35. Okay, all right. Sorry. No, I mean, like I say, it's not for everyone. I mean, anyone intelligent, if they want to watch Nocturnal Absolutely. Animals, yeah. then go and watch it. Tell like, me I'm wrong. Well, I'd like to... I'd like to what would you have given it? Huh? What would you have given it? Probably about... I've probably... High sixties, okay. seventy, something like yeah. that. I thought it was all right. Okay. I'd, I mean, I'd like to know what sort of people like Little Nick yeah. and people like Lisa and that. Jill liked it. Yeah. She thought it was a good movie. Yeah. So uh, yeah, or maybe Lee or Tim, someone like that, if yeah. they can, if they can watch it. You just just intelligent. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. We've oh. got the girls, that, that the t- first two, and then we've yeah. got the other two oh, right, okay. on your level, just to see, <laughs> just to see if <laughs> if it's all the same. No, yeah. I like I say, mate. It, it, I don't think it was. It is one for everybody. No. I thought that you might. I really wanted to like it. it. I'd been. I'd actually wanted to see this one a few times beforehand, but I haven't mm. got around to watching it. Okay. It read really well when you gave it to me. I was like, actually, that's a bit of a result. No. Right, okay. All right then, mate. Never mind, yeah. never mind. Bit of a downer episode then. Never mind. Yeah. But there you go. Right, uh, what you got next week? I've got you the first in the trilogy. Oh, I haven't really got a trilogy. <laughs> this is... Well, I'm going to make this your last kids' film for a little while. It's another kids' film? Another kids' film, but this right. is going to be... I promise you this will be your last one for right. a little while. Adults' films from right. now on. Okay. Um, 1991 film. Right. 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Right. PG, one hour, 42 minutes, billed as a comedy drama family film. With a synopsis of a young girl on the threshold of her teen years finds her life turning upside down when she is accompanied by an unlikely friend. This was a budget of 17 million grossing 59, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd, Macaulay Culkin and Anna Chlumsky. And this is 1991's My Girl. <laughs> Dum. It doesn't sound like anything that I'm going to... Well, yeah. You like this, yeah? Yeah. You promised me that you're still sticking to films that you like. Yeah. You're not just like randomly picking films that I haven't seen. This has got a small amount of topical bit from previous episode. Right, okay. Which made me think of it and made me chuckle. Right. Um, it's, I mean, I've got to be I, honest, it sounds, it sounds horrendous. I was writing the notes up for this one. And the fact that I wrote something in the intro and I was like, ah, oh, that's great. That works with this film. So it's topical to last week. Right. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to... You could have could have been Grease too, mate. So <laughs> think yourself lucky. Okay. All right. There you go. Adult films from now on. All right. So I've got you a 2019 film. 
previously discussed on the podcast. Uh, it's directed by Casey Affleck, written by Casey Affleck, starring Casey Affleck, Anna Panelski, Tom Bauer and Elizabeth Moss. Running time of 119 minutes. Got no box office or budget on this one. Oh. 6.6 on IMDb, 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of, a man tries to protect his daughter from the dangers of the world after a devastating plague wipes out most of the female population. I've got you 2019's Light of My Life. This sounds good. This year, I've well, like I say, I have had sort of time to think about it. I probably think that I enjoyed it more than I said. I said that I enjoyed it last time, uh, and I think it's probably about the right time to give it to you. This sounds a bit like a Matt Damon film that I've seen. Right. And I can't think of what it was called. Right. Okay. But didn't he keep his daughter safe? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Sounds, I don't know. I yeah, can't it sounds very one. familiar. But yeah. okay, that sounds cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go then. Cool. You get that one. Sweet. Right. So next week. Yep. Go and see a film. We are. Yeah. What are we seen? Zombieland. Zombieland two. Yeah. Double tap. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I am. Yeah. I'm hoping we're going to get some good, solid, positive scores. Okay. It's going to be a letdown. I don't down, like it? episodes when it's like. Oh, it's one of it's going to be a letdown, isn't it? I hope not, mate. <laughs> I really do. We need some buzzy films that... I mean, The Joker was a great one, so yeah. I don't want to be too down on it, but some great films where you just think, yes, that's why I watch the film. Yeah, well, hopefully we will do. Uh, so, yeah, Zombieland 2 Double Tap is our next episode. Yay. All right? Yeah. So after all that then, mate, yeah. uh, again, do you want to reiterate how people can contact Absolutely. us? Absolutely. So they can get us on Instagram or Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Cool. Yep. Brilliant, as we say. Brill. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. there you go then, mate. Sorry it's all a bit downer than this. I was really looking forward to this one tonight. Yeah. Probably not so much just as I like to get up off my sofa and come yeah. round, but... Yeah. But I was enjoying uh, sitting here. No, I was, I was up for it, but yeah, the more I think about it. Yeah, the films just didn't do it this week, no, did they? they? Didn't. No, didn't deliver. No. There you go. Yeah. On to next week then. Yeah. All right. Onwards and upwards. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Yeah, thank if you. you got for, that one. If you got through, yeah. Yeah, sorry it's a bit of a downer. Yeah. We promised to try and find something and give each other. I'm not so sure not about my girl, mate. I might not say. <laughs> you, you, you was surprised by another couple wasn't you? i was dirty dancing you fucking love <laughs> love dirty dancing yeah. but uh we'll see you yeah. see how it goes all right okay yeah. so say goodbye then mark goodbye then mark see you later everyone yeah. bye here steve yeah how'd you make a cat drink so Put it in a blender. <laughs> uh, would that not be more of a shake? A smoothie? Yeah, but El Jamaica Cat Smoothie, it's sort of in the joke, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Directed by Casey Affleck, written by Casey Affleck, starring Casley Affleck. <laughs> Casey Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tongue tied. <laughs>